You and Chris are going to be in here talking about God knows what. What's going on, good people? What's up? What's going on? Welcome to the podcast. We've got fun and games. <laughs> What's going on, my brother? What's happening, Butch? Man, you know, I'm I'm just glad to be here. I am just glad to be here. It is a uh, it, it is a it is a lovely night for a podcast. It is. It, it is. is. It's been fast and furious me getting here, but I finally made it. Okay, and and uh, I want to spend some time because you know part of the perks of getting to do this is you get to brag on your children every <laughs> once in a while. So tell me why you're you're late getting to the show tonight. Well, it was the um, my daughter's high school. She goes to Bigelow, Arkansas High School. Um, it was their athletic awards banquet, and she plays softball, and she's a junior this year, and she made all conference. That is so, fantastic, man. Yeah, I was so very, cool. very proud. She works hard, um, and she loves the sport. So it's it was worth it, but good Lord, getting here from across the river was crazy. Crazy. Uh, folks, a little housekeeping that I want to uh, uh, d- tell you about what's new. I don't uh, do windows. Don't do windows? I don't do windows. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so here, here here's, here's what's going on. This is new. I don't even think you know about this. I haven't sprung this on you yet. Uh, folks, if you go to RetroShow.net, which, by the way, is our – uh, website that uh, uh, we have available uh, all of our podcast locations out there that uh, that you can join the podcast. We also now have a producers club. What? Yeah, I know. So if you go to retroshow.net and you look at the menu up there, Chris, you'll see support the podcast. Ooh. Yeah, pretty cool, Ooh. man. And uh, folks, I, was... I just want to ask, have you ever wanted to be a producer? Like maybe even be, you know, put it on your resume. Maybe on a business card. Well, for a mere $3 a week. No, no, Chris, $3 a month. Chris, they'll never miss it. $3 a month. They can be a part of our producers club. Now, for three measly bucks that you'll never miss, by the way, you, my friend, can be a show producer. And what's that mean? You it means can't even buy a cup of coffee at yeah, Starbucks. I wouldn't buy from Starbucks anyway, but no. any coffee place for three bucks. Exactly, because I can just spell my name and, uh, and just flush $5 down the toilet and make my own coffee. So here's, here's the deal, folks. Dr. Pepper Zero, you'll be helping to keep us in that. And uh, keep that Dr. Pepper Zero supply uh, you know, topped off. But, uh, Chris, I forgot the best part. I haven't sprung this yet on you either. The first 30 people who sign up to support the podcast for $3 a month will receive a shout-out on each and every podcast oh we produce. Oh, my goodness gracious. We will thank you by name, and we may even have them call in and participate in the podcast. I'm telling you, man. It, it, it's a good deal. So, listen, guys, uh, just head to uh, retroshow.net and click on support the podcast. Also, with me just going ahead and, and telling you about all the website stuff that's going on, if you go to our website at retroshow.net, I can't say that enough because I had to beat that URL into people's heads. We have a listen here section. And what that is is it gives you all the list of locations 
that you can subscribe to this podcast. So let's say your buddy's playing this in the vehicle while you're going somewhere, and you're going, hey, man, I'd like to subscribe to that. Well, all you got to do is go to RetroShow.net, and then you can. And they would say, let me tell you how to be a producer. Yes. It's money well spent, people. You'll never miss the $3 a month. Uh, so here we go, folks. We, we are actually uh, – let me go ahead and give them the topic for today okay. that you and I talked about. And it is going to be our top five John Wayne movies. I think John Wayne was a big part of our growing up. You know, I had this discussion with a buddy of mine this weekend. We were fishing, and he hates John Wayne. And I don't, I don't get Why it. Why do you fish with him then? Well, he likes Clint Eastwood. So – I don't know, man, still. Yeah, I, I told him, I said, if everybody in America acted like John Wayne, we wouldn't have any problems whatsoever. Zero. Zero, zero problems. None at all. Um, but he he just said his his dad beat him to death with it when he was a kid. So. Well, that's just... That's My so dad sad. beat me to death with it, but it took. So yeah, exactly. I, I love John Wayne. Yeah, I do too. John Wayne movies were a, were a big part of my growing up. Only thing is, his dad didn't... Dad also... You know, watched a lot of John Wayne movies, but the ones that I came to like were not necessarily <coughs> ones that that he liked. Exactly. Me, me too. Me so, too. And uh, so we'll be getting into that in just a little bit. So um, anyway, man, what else has been going on? That's it. I went That's fishing it. last weekend. Yeah, how'd you do? Um, uh, we we actually, I mean, I know it's a fish story, but uh, me and a buddy, we I had planned on taking a guy and his son fishing. Um, love his son to get death george you are awesome kid um and you're going to be a hell of a fisherman one day um you're already a hell of a fisherman but you're even going to be better better than me better than rachel for sure Um, mike rachel by the way has listened to this podcast and says he loves it yeah well he gets a shout out because he gets a shout out friday afternoon we decided we were going to put in and it was threatening rain and i was like dude we just don't need to get too far from the ramp we went right across the river from the ramp started floating my trout fish by the way on the world uh, renowned white river in arkansas and we boated 40 fish in an hour and 45 minutes that between the two of us. That is amazing. And then the next day when, when George and his dad, Matt Coop. Um, ah, Coop. A shout out to Coop. He is a retired uh, Marine A lot colonel. of respect for Matt Cooper. Yep. And, uh, dude, I, I love that guy. He's, yeah. he's awesome. Now, let's not let him know that we said that. Because well, I mean, he's the one that doesn't like John Wayne. Um, what? Yeah, but he likes Clint Eastwood. So. Matt. Dude. Okay, I'll take back everything I said. Take back but, everything. But as a boat Saturday, yeah. we boated 70 plus. That's so, amazing. Yeah, we had a great day. Yeah. Great day. Okay. Uh, but that's it. That's pretty much. And then, of course, Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Yeah. So here was the funny thing. Debbie had to mess with the boys a little bit. Okay, so you think the boys went out and got the present? No. <laughs> Debbie and I went out together, and she picked out what she wanted. Okay, so we had it wrapped. And so she came in, and she's messing with her. So did you boys pick this present out? And they're like, just, be, just being quiet. Uh, and, well, Dad helped. You know, it was great. They had them, she had them dancing on a string there, and then I finally, you know, let them know hey she's been playing you the whole time i did whatever my wife wanted to do on sunday she let me go fishing so whatever she wanted we went and got my mom some some flowers excellent uh, like potted potted flowers for her to put out on her porch and then took dinner all right so had a good day good day excellent uh so uh folks welcome once again to the podcast we're glad to have you here and we're going to be back 
in just a moment. Hey guys, we just want to thank you so much for being a part of the Retro Show podcast, and we'd like to invite you to be a part of our Producers Club. So what does that mean? That means that when you go to RetroShow.net and you click on Support the Podcast, you can be a producer, which helps us basically keep the lights on around here. So for a mere $3 a month, you can help support the Retro Show podcast just like these beautiful, educated, well-rounded, have I sucked up enough, probably, people. And they are Chris M., Nancy SMS, Joshua R., Fran A., E.M., Bradford Mason, and Tanya Highland. We thank them, and we love them because they support the podcast. And you can, too. Just head to RetroShow.net and click on Support the Podcast. All right, folks, we're back, and we're ready to get into this. The top five John Wayne movies. Now, Chris and I decided, talking about this, that uh, we think now that we're just not going to re- – I'm just not going to react and say that, oh, that's on my list, too. We're just going to go ahead and we're going to give our five. And uh, by popular vote, I think Chris gets to go first. <laughs> Who voted you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number five is is Rio Lobo. Oh, good one. Rio yep. Lobo. He um, he's a uh, he was a um, a retired he's whatever a veteran from the Civil War, and one of his sergeants. Um, killed a guy and took some stuff and he's trying to find him afterwards and hooks up with some uh confederate uh veterans and they go go to a town man yeah it's um, classic jack John elam's Wayne. in that too right? yes yeah love yes. jack elam in those movies yep. you know my favorite role that he did you ever watch a movie called support your local sheriff yes i love that movie it it's one of those <laughs> movies that if i'm flicking through and it's on i just stop yeah, but he he had a great, and that was very much a comedy, uh, as much as it was a western. It was probably more a comedy, and and he was hilarious in that. So are we gonna? Am I just doing my whole list? Yeah. Okay. So give me a, so give me your number four. Uh, Rio Bravo. Rio. So two Rios. Two Rios at the bottom. Uh, but that dude, man, you got Dean Martin. Yep. And Ricky Nelson. And they have a duet in there that that's incredible. And you have a very young Angie Dickinson. And let me tell you something. She was smoking. She was smoking the, <laughs> all, her entire career. But she was she was really really awesome in that movie. Yeah. Um, he plays Chance, the sheriff, and then you got Stumpy, the j- Stumpy. the jailer, who's cantankerous. And I mean, it was early '60s movie. But was that Walter Brennan that did Stumpy in that? Who? No, do I don't remember what his name was. He was an older guy. Yeah, I don't know, but you know, he he had the double barrel shotgun. Yeah, we're sure if I was going to have to. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I love Rio Bravo for the music. Um, Dean Martin's voice incredible, and of course Ricky Nelson was okay. Awesome so too. one of those things, Rabbit. Um, <clears throat> Dean Martin. You know, I used to watch him on the Celebrity Roast yep. in the seventies with my dad, and if you go back and watch those now hilarious dude he was incredibly hilarious and like the the scene of him and and um oh crap <laughs> i can't believe I, I can't remember his the black guy the black guy in what uh, in cannibal run i mean he was a famous he was one of the rat pack sammy davis jr. sammy davis jr yeah him and him and dean martin and they're just dean martin's drunk the entire time yeah and, 
and uh, he 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 tells him he tells Dean Martin Sammy James we got a secret weapon God is our co-pilot <clears throat> and they're driving a Ferrari and Dean Martin slaps him in the head and says, remember our remember our car two seats where's he gonna sit yeah where <laughs> I mean it's classic <clears throat> all right what's your number three man number three for me um, the only John Wayne movie I got to see in the theater. Uh, the shootest. The shootest. Um, With little open Cunningham. Little open Cunningham. Yep. Yeah. And the, the classic. John Wayne's dying of cancer. Or in real car- life. In his real life, and his character and, and, and is, the character, is dying yeah. of cancer. It, it, and he's it, a famous uh, gunfighter. And he goes to a town, and he ends up inviting all the gunfighters in town to uh, shoot it out at the end. And it's it's incredible. It, yeah. it was one of one of his best films not my favorite and i'm i'm gonna upset a lot of john wayne fans out there and my my two and my one are not gonna be their two and one and i get it but um it is what it is for me yeah so um number two number two is a western comedy um uh, mcclintock uh, absolutely. I will watch this movie. I, I will turn it on. Oh, Macklin. <laughs> big party. We have big fun. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. If you haven't seen it, uh, he had one of his. Yvonne DiCarlo, <clears throat> Jerry Van Dyke, Patrick uh, Wayne. Yep. And uh, Maureen O'Hara, Maureen who O'Hara. was with him in so the, many of his movies. Beautiful. Of his best movies. Be- that is one of the. The most beautiful redheads I have ever seen. Oh, she was stunning. She yep. was stunning. Very, very beautiful. Yeah. And then, of course, number one for me always has been and always will be uh, Big Jake. Big Jake. Big Jake. He, um, Your fault, my fault, nobody's, nobody's fault. fault. I'm going to blow your head off. Yeah. That's a great <laughs> movie. Uh, yes. that that uh, Yeah, I remember watching that with Dad. Have you ever been to Nacogdoches? You ever been to Nacogdoches? <laughs> yeah. Those are all good, solid choices, man. Yep. They really are. Uh, now I'm going to come back in just a moment. And again, tell you, Maureen O'Hara was the oh co-star. yes, and yep. once again she was mad at him in the movie, which yep. seems to be a yep. common theme in most <laughs> ones that she's in with him. Yep. Uh, right now, folks, I want to take a pause a little bit before I jump in uh, with my top five, and then Chris and I are also going to bounce our almost made it uh, movies too. Right. But uh, <clears throat> right now, uh, I did mention earlier about where to listen to the podcast. I'm going to go ahead and give you a, a partial list right now. Spotify, if you have iTunes. Google Podcast, Audible, Amazon Music, Stitcher, iHeart, and CastBox are all places that you can subscribe to our podcast. Basically, wherever you get your podcast, you can jump on there and and subscribe to us. And if you would rate and review us, it would mean a lot. You know, uh, I talked earlier about supporting the podcast. The best way you guys can do that is to listen and then tell other folks about it. To To share the love, man. Share the love. We're going back to the 60s. It's the summer of love. <laughs> Far out, man. Oh. Okay, so my my five has exactly um, two that you mentioned. So that, that tells you how many good – this, like, when we did a uh, ranking the top rock albums of 81 – 
and Embarrassment of Riches. It was hard yeah. to pick a, a top five well, out I mean, of it because he, I love a lot of those movies. John Wayne's career, if you go back and look at it, he started... In the 30s. No, he started in the 20s. Oh, that's true. He was like 19 years old, and a lot of his first things that he had, he wasn't even credited for. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, there's a ton of movies. And there's a ton of really, really good John Wayne movies. I'm just mm-hmm. telling you ones that will stop me in my tracks, and I'll start watching you got to start watching them right, right then. Okay, so my number five, True Grit. Yeah, great flick. Okay. Uh, that was my introduction to Rooster Cogburn. Yeah. And, uh, and it's pretty big talk for a one-eyed fat man. That Fill was your of, hands, you mm, son of a... Never mind. Yeah. I won't make you cut that. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, my one of my favorite lines is, I mean to kill you in one minute, Ned, or see you hanged in Fort Smith at Judge Parker's convenience, which will it be? Yeah. Judge Parker, for all you kids out there that don't know, was a real-life judge in Fort Smith, and he was known as the hanging judge. Yeah, for a reason. Yeah. But yeah, great movie. Glenn Campbell. Also yep. in that movie, uh, which, by the way, <laughs> I want to chase a rabbit right here. Maybe one of the best guitar players I've ever seen live. I'm, I never saw Glenn Campbell, but I, I, I mean, it's far as he haw. Yes. No, I mean, no. to see this guy play. <clears throat> and I think maybe when Debbie and I saw him, I, I think maybe he had started to already have some dementia. But man, this guy, when, when you put a guitar in his hand, you see he could just, no, we were actually in Branson. Oh, wow. And uh, went up there just kind of on a spur of the moment weekend. Redneck Vegas, Redneck Vegas, baby, <laughs> Redneck Vegas. And uh, saw that he was playing that night, and you kind of in a, a limited engagement. So sure, uh, we went uh, to the uh, Andy Williams Moon River Theater, and had to and and uh, I put up with Andy Williams so I could watch Glenn Campbell. Moon River, wider than a thank mile. you, Doc. Okay. <laughs> Before I get to the next thing on my list, that reminds me. Guys, my first or my second job was working at a little AM radio station here in town. And they played what I thought was music for old people. But if you look at the demographic then, it was like people in their 40s. <laughs> you, know? you know, really old. But, to you know, a guy at 16. And so it was all like like Moon River and all those kind of songs. And so I would make up alternate lyrics to things like dude we made up all time. oh we Lyrics did all the time but like johnny mathis you know <laughs> i you know when johnny would be singing you know when sunny gets blue i'd be going when sunny sniffs glue her <laughs> eyes get red and bulgy she starts seeing purple unicorns you know it just weird stuff off the top but welcome to our childhood yes uh my number four on my top five john wayne movies the man who shot liberty valance you know, that's that's a, a movie I'm ashamed to say that I've never sat down and watched all the way through. It's a John Ford-directed movie, which a lot of my favorite uh, John Wayne movies are John Ford-directed. And it had him and Jimmy Stewart and Lee Marvin as the bad guy. And so I, I would highly recommend that. That is actually not known as a great, uh, only as a great Western, but as a great movie. So, yes, definitely that is, a, is one to see. My number three... Well, we talked about Big Jake. Wow, number yeah. three. Come on, uh, Patrick uh, Patrick Wayne Powers <laughs> Booth as the bad guy, uh, who was a great bad guy in this, by the way. Just his deadpan delivery of stuff. Uh, like, Want some peaches? No, uh, it hurts mi- my teeth. Yeah. Well, Mister, that just scares me to death. You know. 
<laughs> so, you know what? As a kid, man, you know what really freaked me out about that was the was the big fat guy with the machete. Yeah, yeah and then you know the music music plays a huge part in movies. Y'all all know that, and you know, and then he's over there swinging the machete, killing some somebody. Yeah, so, it's yeah. it's yeah. Um, number two, go recognize this one, McClintock. Also, that was on your list. I love that movie. I <laughs> love that movie. Um, Stove, uh, co-starred Maureen O'Hara, which we already talked about. Yvonne DiCarlo. A very young, um, yeah. what's her name? Yvonne DiCarlo. No, 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 no. No. His daughter. Oh, uh, Stephanie, Stephanie Powers. Yeah, Stephanie Powers. Stephanie oh, she Powers. She was beautiful, yeah, too, as a was. young lady. She was beautiful as an older lady, but she yeah, was really I was about pretty. to say, Yvonne DiCarlo was probably in her 40s when she did that. I <clears> well, she was hot. But still younger than I am now, you know. Uh but yeah, I mean, for the, if you haven't seen McClintock, it, it, it is a it, it's a very good movie. It's it's basically John Wayne plays a cattle baron. His wife has been estranged from him for years, but they still love each other. And I mean, it's just so well acted, and it's it's just well written. And he has to do with inept politicians. Uh, he has to advocate for the local Comanche tribe. He has people that are moving into farm in an area where they're not supposed to be able to farm. And it's, it's just, it's, it's just a good movie. And, and it's got some very comedic yes. parts in there that are just absolutely fantastic. Who was Patrick, Patrick Wayne's mom in that? But who was that? I, that was Yvonne DeCarlo. Yvonne, she's very pretty. Yeah. Too. She was Lily Munster. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. even put that together. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, but, but if you look at it, you go, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do, I will, so, I do now. Yeah. I mean, I can picture it in my head now. I've seen that movie a thousand times. A thousand kept, times. You know, and the funny thing is, every time I'd watch it, I'd go, where do I know her from? Yeah. You know, where do I know her from? But anyway. Yeah. Uh, my number one movie, also a John Ford-directed thing, and the non-Western on the list is The Quiet Man. I have seen that. It's really I good. love <clears throat> The Quiet Man. I, I love the way it's shot. Um, I love the fact that they actually went to this small village in uh, Ireland. And true story, the place where they picked a shoot, uh, I believe it was in the 50s, didn't have electricity yet. They actually had to get electricity run to the town so they could do the movie. That's how much money these people have. Yeah, that's how much money they had. But I I love the look of it. Uh, John Ford has, and you can see it in his westerns too, but he had a way of framing things almost like paintings. Mm Mm-hmm. And these, and especially outdoor scenes, and he could just do that with all of his movies he did. Um, uh, Victor McLaughlin in that movie, who played uh, uh, Squire, uh, oh, I can't think of his nice name, Danaher. He plays uh, he plays um, Maureen O'Hara's uh, brother in this movie, and he is just great in this role. And the last fifteen minutes is a fight scene between him and John Wayne <coughs> that literally goes through the entire town. And you would think, man, 15 minutes for it. No, trust me, it works, and it's hilarious. And so, yeah, that's my number one. I've, I've always had a soft spot for The Quiet Man. Now, that one wouldn't have been my dad's growing up favorite. I think he really liked uh, True Grit and McClintock, maybe Sons of Katie Elder. Yeah, which, but, I mean, uh, those are all memorable. Yeah. And, um, all, but, you know, there's a lot. When you go start looking at his list of movies, and I, I didn't – I mean, I had my – as soon as Butch told me the topic, I'm like, I've got my five. That ain't no big deal. Uh, but you start – researching his career he had a lot of really really good movies and non-western mm-hmm. brannigan brannigan yeah the, you yep both of those are cop movies um really really he, good. he did some cop movies in the mid-70s he sure mm-hmm. did yep 
Brannigan was one that, that that I thought of. The Green Berets. The Green Berets. Sands of Iwo Jima. If you watch the Green Berets today, it is so bad. Special effects and stuff like that. Right. Um, but still, man, I'll watch it. It's, it's one of those that I'll stop and I'll watch no matter mm-hmm. what. Because there's a lot of great... Great scenes in that movie with John Wayne. Okay, any that didn't make your top five that you can think of? The ones I just mentioned. Yeah, the ones you just mentioned. McHugh, Brannigan, The right. Flying Tigers, um, uh, The Green Berets, uh, I have, True Grit, Rooster Cogburn and the Lady. Yeah. With with uh, Catherine Hepburn. Right, which is a, a, a <clears throat> sequel to True Grit. To True Grit. Right. And you know what, what I was going to say was a while ago when you mentioned True Grit and um, kind of went away, they did a remake of True Grit with – Oh crap! I can't, dude. I don't know what Jeff Bridges. Yeah, Jeff Bridges. Yeah. And I was so pissed off. I'm like, why are you? Why are you redoing a classic? I mean, dude, it's John Wayne, but he pulled it off. Well, it was good. I here's it. Here, here's the. I think that was a 2013. That was more true to the original book. Yeah. That that was based on and the character and everything, because there's things that didn't happen in uh, the John Wayne True Grit, like the girl in the John Wayne. You know, she gets bit by the rattlesnake. Right. Well, she pulls through. She doesn't look. Right. In in the book, she loses her loses arm. arm. Yeah. And the cool thing about it was at the end of that movie, she goes looking for Rooster Cogburn because yeah. he was supposed to be touring with a Wild West show. Right. And it was it was Cole Younger and. Somebody else. I can't remember who it was that she went up and talked to. And of course, she didn't have an arm, and she mm-hmm. was looking for him. And he had passed, and Cole Younger doesn't stand up. And he said, this is Cole Younger, and she said, keep your seat, trash. Oh, you wow, know? yeah. I mean, yeah. it was it was really, really, really good. It was, it was a good movie. It really was. Uh, how the West <clears throat> was one didn't make my list, but it's still way up there. The Sons war, of Katie Elder, the War Wagon, the War Wagon, also very good. The Shootist, uh, which made your top five, did not quite make mine. Real Bravo, uh, The Searchers, which to me was such a sad movie. Well, you got uh, you know yeah. that 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 ended, but I'll tell you the one that didn't that I love the movie, but it makes me mad every time I watch it. And it's the reason I don't like Bruce Dern today. <laughs> the Cowboys. It's the Cowboys. Yeah. Because he it, shot him in the back. <clears throat> it was a really good movie. And I that that's a really good John Wayne line in there. I may be old and I may be tired, but on my worst day, I'll beat the hell out of you. Yeah. Tells Bruce Dern that. Yeah. And it's just why he had to shoot him in the back. Yeah. You know, uh, Bruce Dern in an interview said, you know, he said, I was hated for years he's still that. hated. I for mean, that. He's still, I mean, just that, but he always plays a scumbag. Yeah. I mean, I mean like, Digstown, that's one of my favorite movies. He plays yeah. the guy that, that owns the town, basically. And, um, you know, I, he, he always plays that same role. Yeah, that, that kind of <laughs> eh, skeezy guy. But, uh, <laughs> Well, anyway, man, yeah, I just love John Wayne movies, man. My, my dad, when he got Dish Network, I think the reason he got Dish Network is he found out there was a Western channel on there. Yep. And it stayed on the Western channel, like, all your, the time. Your dad was a big influence in my life. I don't, uh, I know you know that. Yep. A lot of people out there don't know that. Doc was a character. Yeah, he was I, a uh, retired veterinarian and, um, he full-blooded. Uh, actually, okay, so here, here's the big family secret that came out. We had the, the uh, DNA test done. Dude, we don't have any Native American. Are you kidding me? Not a bit. My dad grew up thinking, like I think most people, 
did. He grew up in Oklahoma, <laughs> in, by the in, way. In Oklahoma, that, you know, that they were part Cherokee. And it turns out we had the test done, and there's not a bit of Native American blood. Wow. I know. Now, he would have said, well, they're lying, you know, because that's my <laughs> I don't dad. don't give a damn what you test this. Yeah, exactly. It's a uh, true story. That's what he would have said. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's hilarious. He was, well, he was a, great, a great guy. And thanks, man. I would I'm, go over and visit with him. Yeah. Even when Butch wasn't around, he'd sit out there. He, he worked on firearms, and I'd sit out there and talk to him while he worked on firearms. And yeah, Dad. Learned a lot. Dad couldn't practice anymore, so he, he, he became a gunsmith. And uh, he, he did that for, for years and years. Uh, I don't know if he ever made a lot of money at it. He just liked doing it. He did like doing it. Yeah. And he, I'd go to the gun shows and see him. And I, I know I told you this story, but I ran into him and your mom at a gun show one time. And, and I asked him how they were doing. And it was like 16 candles, the two grandparents. Oh, oh. my rheumatism. Oh, my leg. My knee's hurting. And then it's both. I was started. I couldn't help it. I started snickering. I couldn't. I had help. a term for that. <laughs> I called it the organ recital because they were reciting through every organ that they had and whether it was working or not. So, yes. Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm well acquainted with the organ recital. But, yeah, yeah, I miss them both. I do. For those, of, those, for those of you that have met Doc, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. For those that you that haven't met Doc and, and won't get able, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry that you won't be able to, to experience Doc Renfro because yeah. he was an awesome dude. Yeah, he, he, he was definitely a force of nature. In a lot of ways. Uh, but anyway, guys, that is our top five uh, gun smoke. I'm going to go ahead and, and Chris, go ahead and go through your list five to one again and, and let us just, just name them off. So, Rio Lobo, Rio Bravo, The Shootist, McClintock, and Big Jake. Okay. Mine was True Grit, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance, Big Jake, McClintock, and The Quiet Man. Dude, thanks for being here. Man, I enjoyed this very much. You know, John Wayne, huge, yeah. huge impact on my life. And I, I really believe that if if everybody acted like John Wayne, we wouldn't have any problems. Yeah, well, it'd be solved a lot quicker. That's for <laughs> sure. Listen, I love all of you. I like some of you. Go out and make your day, people. AMF, guys. AMF.